like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... rename this podcast. What do you rename it? Buttholes in Boogertown. Buttholes in Boogertown or and, and Boogertown. Boogertown? Okay. And yeah. I figure, you know. Oh, so like we're the buttholes and he's Boogertown. Boogertown. Yeah. yeah. This is on account of my incredible boogers. Yep. I've you, fashioned whole an town of them. I've fashioned an entire town out of my boogs. Well, by by virtue of you being the biggest in that you are the largest human sure of the three of us you will have the biggest nose which houses the most, well, boogers, most boogers and so it can create a town within your nose called booger town i had incredible pirate facts and this is the cold open you chose yes. buttholes in booger town well do you know what pirates have nose boogers they have nose boogers Transition. and buttholes Transition for you yeah. and there you go there you go no before the show we started bob's like i have a random pirate fact i'm like save it for the show and then, and I, then she started keeping on about cold boogers. ice and then she was like what about boogers and buttholes i think that was her way of being like i don't give a You're fuck like, about I don't give a, goddamn I don't give pirate facts one I don't care about anything. your shit. pirate fact can walk the plank yeah well, that's a good one that like, good. no guys no, don't, don't get excited we're not doing anymore. haunted boats it's not that's not what the episode are we doing is. haunted stop. pirates stop getting no, excited about that no, we're gonna do bob we're not doing that say 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 dear i heard you had a fun fact about pirates let yeah, me tell let me, me i want to know your pirate fact let me ask you a question okay pirates wore eye patches do you know why uh, yes, because when they would go from no, be quiet. Yeah, that was the fun pirate fact. I thought you were supposed to say. Me, you asked me because you were supposed to say they only have one. They were supposed to say they only have one eye, and I was going to say no. But I know why they wore. All right, well, why do they wear it? Because it's bright above deck and it's dark below deck, so they have one eye accustomed to dark and one eye accustomed to light. That's and correct. And they would switch it back and forth. So, so you had the, you, you had the pirate fact. I didn't have it. Did you know that, dear? I feel like I've read that. Yes. Okay. Well, I guess we all knew it. I like. <laughs> <laughs> that, this is the most passive aggressive opening we've ever done. I'm sorry I knew your pirate back. I thought it was going to be a joke in the upstairs downstairs pirate, some sort of backdoor pirate in the porthole. I don't know. I just assumed you thought there that's was going to be some sort of pirate butt sex joke. Yeah, there was a butthole. You know why they wear eye patches? Because of the butt sex. You know why they wear eye patches? Anal. Anal. <laughs> because of all the anal because on the pirate but, boat. And now we're back to buttholes. Yep. So. No boogers, though. We're uh, boogers uh, light on the poop deck. <laughs> you know what? The poop decks. That's just butt boogers. Those are poop is. Poop is our Butt boogers. Uh, but now, no, I'm glad you've shared that pirate fact with yes. our vast listening audience. Um, I didn't know that. I, did, I thought it was really interesting. I'm I learned be it a couple honest, of The only reason I know that fact is because I narrated a terrible book about vampires, and he was a vampire pirate for a while. And a vampire. A vampire, and his family made fun of him for wearing the eye patch because uh-huh. they were like, "You don't need it to acclimate your eyes. You're a fucking vampire." And he was like, "Yeah, but it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's fun." And I was like, "Huh." And that's how I learned that pirate fact about a, from a bad vampire book. Well, now our listening audience knows. Yes. After we yelled at each other. So yeah. you're welcome. You're welcome. Also, yeah. hi. Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. Drink thematically appropriate beer. And talk about butt boogers. Yep. And a lot of butt boogers. Nipple belts and turtles all the way down. And he made a coin purse out of a vagina. Yes, he did. Oh, I'm that's gonna, a classic. I'm going to get a bumper sticker. Are you? Yes. Well, you, you have nothing. You can make one. Coin purses. <laughs> beep beep. 
be like that person we need to watch out for <laughs> anytime anyone honks at me I'm suddenly overjoyed I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a guy <laughs> talk about Albert Fish over coffee uh, Alistair Crowley anybody this, this anybody make new friends um, so did you know is, Alistair Crowley made all of his followers learn how to do yoga so they would be more bendy for all their weird sex magic that's good I learned that recently I wonder if it was effective I, I assume I'm just gonna push pause See, right back to buttholes yep. for a minute uh, we have one uh, yoga no 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 it's on our window if we all turn around look sure. there's just one that's moving oh there is it's just so there's, there's a vertical blind thank in you, the living room and it's just and moving. there's a whole there's a bunch of them they're all clappered together at the back of the window and one in the middle is just swaying back and forth just going to fucking town well the AC's on as if it's having butt sex yeah it's weirdly not stopping it has a lot of momentum like, yeah so either or our AC, ghost. I had it's a ghost who's enjoying our AC pointed at it. Yeah, that's weird. I, I just looked and I was like, that is odd. There's just one that is really going to town. It just wants to dance. dance. <laughs> it's Joan Crawford. That's your name. Vertical blind. Joan Your Crawford. Joan Crawford. Uh, no. That's that's Joan and the Crawfords. Yes, Joan. Joan and her Crawfords. <laughs> yeah, but, but we are not talking about Joan Crawford either. No, we're not talking about pirate trips, or I'm sure we will talk about butt sex. Um, that's, that's what this podcast because is. Because us. We know ourselves. We know who we <laughs> I are. I know where this is going to end. Um, also, we've gotten a bunch of new listeners lately. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Welcome yeah, to thank the family. You. Welcome to this fucking we're, family. We're happy to have you. Tell your friends. Yeah. They enjoy buttholes too. Everybody does. Everybody has Some one. Some people don't. Dude, like there's a bug in it. your beer. Oh, in my I, beer? Nope, my beer. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Save it. Oh, good. I was like, no, you you probably love this beer. Yeah. I do. I don't very just delicious. like this beer. It's very sour. It is very sour, but um, it is very good. But no, so today we are doing, in honor of, for us today, as of recording, it is Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> That was the Mexican hat dance. So for the rest of you, it's it's six de Mayo. It's seis de Mayo. Um, six de Mayo. Sexto, sixth, right? Sexto is the sixth. Yeah. Um, or whatever day you actually happen to be fucking listening to this, because could be the um time is an Illuminati construct. That's right. Amen. Um, but so because of that, we decided we were going to do Texican stories. Texican. <laughs> so like stories that somehow engage in Texix. Texix. Or mm. that place too. Yep. Or Mexico. Correct. Texix is one of my favorite. Texix. Yeah. Oh, we great. We Texix, but... But so happy, mine has Mexican... All, there's there's yeah. Mexican of Mexico. Roots? I was like, happy Mexico day. We did Texas stories. <laughs> That's right. And At least we didn't do French stories. That would have been mean. That would have been oh, really yeah. mean. So no, but come back, listen to our Patreon, um, where I'm going to regale you with the history of the Cinco de Mayo. Yay, podcast mom, mm. teach us stuff. Mm. I should be called teacher mom. Yeah, professor teacher mom. That'll be a professor, video podcast. Professor podcast mom, professor podcast mom is going to okay. put on her professor cap. Start yeah. professing and profess. Patreon.com slash booze and brews. That's right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but so, but we're not doing that now. Now, Texas. we have Tejas stories. See, si. So I'm first. Uh, Great. And Welcome. I am going to tell you the story of the Baker Hotel in Mineral Wales, Min- Texas. Ooh. Mineral um, Wales as in wa- yeah. whale or whale? Like Wales. I pulled the- like Boy. the mammal. No, Wells. Mineral Wells. <laughs> I was just checking. His name is Ahab, a, damn it's it. It's a whale made it's out a, of vitamin D. It's a quartz whale. <laughs> 
They call him Ahab. Done sunk to the bottom of the ocean. They call him hard water, mineral whale. <laughs> um, I just like any excuse to do this accent. That sounds I like love a it. pornography that I would watch. <laughs> hard water. <laughs> hard wa- I'm sure that is a whole series of yeah. pornos. Hard water six, fucking in the bathtub. <laughs> hard water seven, water softener. Ooh. Ooh. Hard water eight. Vaginal uh, bacteria infection. Gross. 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 <laughs> Parenthetical. Gross. Gross. <laughs> uh, no, I'm Not t- for the faint of heart. <laughs> yeah, oh. So I'm going to tell you the story of the Baker Hotel in Mineral Wales, Texas. And based on what I know about Texas, which is not a lot, it seems like it's kind of in the Fort Worth area. Sure. Is and where anybody it knows. Is. Let hey, me tell it's you in what, the Texas part of Texas. Yeah. Get, you have phones. Yeah. Look it up on Google. If you know where Dallas is, it's kind of near there because Dallas, Fort Worth are sort of together. Yeah. Done. I have it my mind's eye. Um, so I don't. So our hotel was built after three years and one point two million dollars of investment. The Baker Hotel opens in Mineral Wales, Texas, on November 9th, nineteen twenty nine. Ooh, okay. Mm. Oh, now, oh. Hey, there's a potassium whale. <laughs> so, oh, ooh, that's a bad time ooh, to open up a hotel. Well, so yes. So now one point two million dollars in nineteen twenty nine. Uh, it was worth about seventeen million modern Ooh, day equivalency. Not or great. It would have been in early uh, nineteen twenty nine. However, on uh, what October, was it like October twenty fifth or something? Sure, yeah. the heard stock that. market crashed. Yeah. No. So literally days later, this gigantic hotel hotel that's like a luxury resort opens up in Ugh. Mineral Wells, Texas. And nobody comes. And what could go wrong? And it's being built there. The Roaring Twenties. <laughs> because Mineral Wells, as you could guess, is a town that is built on top of these natural mineral wells. Whales. So they yeah. have all this water that's full of minerals and whales. Got underground whales yeah. <laughs> um, this place is the shit i want to go to mineral whales <laughs> so uh so the local mineral water had become very famous and a bunch of people were coming into town to like take it away so the town was a little bit like we got to build a fucking hotel and like monopolize on this shit so they reach out to this guy theodore brasher baker huh. who is a texas hotel magnet that's what my notes say um and okay. He builds, <laughs> he's a he's a magnet. He sticks to yeah. hotel he's a walls. Magnet. Yep. Um, so he builds this giant hotel complex, and it's fucking huge. I bet huge. How um, huge Mexico is it? Paid for it? It's fourteen stories tall. That's wow. pretty big. It has about four hundred and fifty guest rooms. It also includes two ballrooms, a beauty shop, a bowling alley, a gym, and its crowning achievement: a giant Olympic-sized swimming pool in front of the hotel so it was an outdoor swimming pool oh. which was the first one ever in texas Ooh. heavy laden with whales completely full of mineral whales, whales. <laughs> uh, no but that is just full of the mineral water so oh, you can okay. t- like it's an actual pool full of the mineral so water. you could just like float in it yes we all float too um and yeah. by the way so mineral Red wells balloon. is a is a small town um, I, I mean, I've never heard of it. Everything else in the town is like one or two stories tall. So this 14-story like, like behemoth, yeah. to this day, it just Towers fucking, over. yeah. It's just as a monolith over the Who goddamn okay, city. 14-story gargantuan complex. Is bigger in Texas. Yeah. Oh, but only one hotel Texas. in Mineral Wales. In Mineral Wales. Um, so it is the hotel of the fanciest fancies. It has this new system which allows cold water to be pumped into all of the 
hotel rooms, which was apparently a brand new thing. Um, they also had these. Up until then, it was just hot, muggy. I think so. Just gross water. 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 Uh, they also drank the swamp, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> they had this system. Tits. Tixes. That the lights and the fans in each room were connected to the door locks. So when you what? left the room, the lights and the fans would shut off. Like they do in modern hotel rooms where you have to put your fucking key card in the thing. Yeah. Which I hate, by the way. Let's yeah. stop that. <laughs> um, but so they had one of these in the fucking 1929. It's insane. Oh, wow. And they had a laundry valet where Ooh. they had these like special little cupboards you could put your laundry in. And then the, the help would come get your laundry and you wouldn't have to ever lay eyes on them. On their dirty, dirty pool hands. Um, but they're going to see your dirty, dirty unmentionables. Yes, they sure are. So it opened, like I said, mere days after the stock market crash. Oops. And wouldn't you know Poor it? timing. So fucking popular. What? It's insanely popular. Well, here's the thing. Anyone that can still still has money, Afford? anyone that's not worried about the price of bread, is like, give me those mineral whales. I'm fucking <laughs> about yeah, it. It's like the Rockefellers. It's all the yes. rich motherfuckers yes. that so don't it, It's a bunch of fancies, too. It's like Clark Gable, Judy uh, Garland, Lyndon B. Johnson was there. It was ooh. before he's president, of course. Um, also, was he worried about how tight his pants were on his bunghole? <laughs> because that is a great thing to listen to. Him they, talking they, to his tailor. They, they cut me underneath. They <laughs> <laughs> just let it out. It's Maybe that's what more. he was angry about the laundry valet, about yep. they shrunk his pants. Um, they also said that a, uh, a very famous couple was often fond of taking long weekends there, and that's Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, shit. Oh. Come, and I assume just wash all their dirty, dirty bank money in the mineral whales. <laughs> and then bloody clothes in um, there. So it was huge. And it, yeah, and they never had to look at the help as they cleaned it. As they cleaned it. And the um, help was not allowed to ask questions. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, so it's insanely popular, and it doesn't really suffer because of the depression at all. Wow. Um which is insane to me. That yeah. is the story of America. Yeah. Crippling I, what I thought depression was that it, 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 for ninety percent of the population. Meanwhile, you got these rich dicks. Yeah, yeah the ultra like, wealthy. Ah, thank you. What yeah. I thought you were going to say money. was that the, the it immediately it immediately collapsed in on itself. <laughs> Became a Hooverville. And, yeah. And then it was like full of like filthy the, the filthy poor that the were filthy, supposed to be yeah. cleaning nope, the place, nope. and they all died inside, and now it's poor ghosts. Nope. <laughs> Ghost of the poor. Rich, sick ghosts. Mm. Sick, sick, sick wealth. Ghosts. Sick and sick wealth. Mm. Um, so it also becomes a very popular like convention spot because they have these two huge ballrooms and because the hotel is so large and can hold so many guests. So they say that they're, at that time their convention space could hold up to 2,500 people. Damn. Which is huge yeah. because Mineral Wells, the entire town. 60 people. Is about 6,000 people. Oh. So when the convention is full, it's like almost a third of the fucking town. It's insane. Um, So Mr. Theodore Brasher Baker, who built the hotel, he turns it over in the like uh, like 1930 or something to his nephew Earl because he was like I'm having other hotels I retire. to, to Earl Black Brasher Baker. Yeah, so That's Earl Earl Brasher Baker. I don't know what Earl's middle name is, but so Earl takes Bar- over and he starts running it, and he's actually doing a really good job too. And there is this why Earl this- had to die? Maybe. God Jesus. <laughs> he uh, he was rich in a time of poor. <laughs> so. And they have all this unprecedented growth. And you would think that the stock market crash would have brought them down. But you no. know what does bring them down? 
antibiotics and penicillin. Oh. When we got real medicine, people didn't need mineral water anymore to <laughs> cure all the cancers and the polio Good point. and the, all the things that they were just, because that's what it was. It was like a health resort uh, where people would go to try and So you get and polio and well. they just put you in the pool? Yes, and have you yes, get, yes, pretty much. You feel much. better? I, don't, I, I still don't got polio. Like, isn't that how they try to treat FDR? Like, oh, like I feel like when I'm he got sick, they from mineral breast cancer. Take a schwitz. Yeah. Clean it. Go we stick your good? tits in the pool. Yeah. But yeah, so by by the 1930s, just your tits. Yeah, just 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 just, just, just first dip them the... in, move them around a little bit, and you can't like see an the motion that we're doing. So much speaking, dancing. Speaking of vaccinations, yeah, you okay, they're my tetanus shot yes, uh, <laughs> he yesterday. He moved his arm, and his face is just like ow. Dude, oh. my shoulder is really uncomfortable. Oh man, you so should let's soak it in some mineral whales. Yeah, go get me some whales. Okay. No, Wife, we'll, find we'll, me a mineral whale. We'll do it at the break. Great. Um, <laughs> I'll have a talcum yeah, so, whale. So it was taken down by penicillin and antibiotics. When Great. doctors started to have real medicine they could prescribe to people, they stopped telling people, go to this go to health the, resort. Yeah. Um, so shit starts to turn south Oof. for the Baker Hotel. But then, luckily for them, in 1940, the Fort Wol- Woters... Yep. Sure. Call it. <laughs> yeah, Fort, good Fort, enough. Yep, that's what it is now. Fort Woters opened up right next door. Um, and it is uh, it becomes the largest infantry placement of World War II soldiers in the world. Oh, wow. So it's this giant military base. It's like a Full holding. horny fucking military guys. And yeah. families and people coming oh. to visit them. And the, the, all I'm the infrastructure looking. of the people who have to run that just, military I want base. fucking fest over I want there. Fucking it's guns. just the Olympic Village. Non-stop just, uh, orgy. Just so much whale fucking. Beautiful. Blubber. Rippling soldiers in their uniforms. Baleen. With uh, boners. Krill. That they dip boner first. Yeah, that they dip boner first. Like their boners are so healthy because they're dipping it in the mineral water. And then they fuck a whale. No one has the fucking clap here, people. Um, so they said that while the Fort Woters was open, it, that's whale fucking. <laughs> it had a it had a transient population of around thirty thousand people. Oh shit! Which you wow. will note. Mineral Wells had a population of around 6,000 6, people. Maybe seven, 8,000 at this point because it's been 10 years. Wait, it was, it was bigger. a population of transients? Like tramps? Transients meaning people who come and go. Come and go. It's a military base. Not homeless. Like, I didn't know. I didn't Again, know. no poors yet. I didn't know We're not to the poors yet. Train hobos or yes. something coming through. <laughs> it's just a bunch and, of like rucksacks. Yeah. And like, and like weird dirty beards. Two toot, no tooth comes yeah, up. Two yeah, toot, no tooth. <laughs> Shows up. Uh, Where can I find soldiers with boners? (laughs) So because this fort opens up right next door, the hotel becomes immensely popular all over again. Gotcha. Um, So they were saved from antibiotics by war. Yeah. Oh, thank God for war. It's a story of American ingenuity. Um, So then the war ends and the population starts to decline. Um, But then they turn that fort into a helicopter base. Oh. You know who has private helicopters? Rich people. Rich fucking people. So then, also because people they have, who are out uh, trying to get away from the zombie apocalypse. That's true. So they have this Also giant people hotel. who are being medevaced with their polio that you can again dip them in the water. Yes, yeah, it's, it's perfect. It's right there. Yeah, it works it's for polio everybody. water adjacent. Yeah. Done. Um, anyway. So because it becomes a helicopter base, it becomes a great place to have uh, political rallies and like <sighs> political conventions because the hotel is big and fancy and yep. empty and has all this room for conventions. Yep. So throughout the 50s, they had a bunch of Texas's uh, Republican Party conventions they had one democratic convention there i assume smaller much smaller Um, not a lot of people showed up to that and then earl so earl continues to run the hotel 
Um, it's like not as popular as it used to be, but it's still kind of doing okay, mostly because of the conventions that it's getting. Mm. And then Earl announces that on his 70th birthday, he's going to close the hotel. He's tired. He oh, don't wow. want to do no more hotel. And but he doesn't want to give it to he anybody? He just wants to fuck hooers. So he <laughs> decides on he's going to close it on his birthday, and he does. He closes it in 1963. Okay. Pretty quickly, all of the locals band together and like rent the space from him, and they're like, we got to reopen this hotel. Because oh, at this wow. point, the town sort of runs on tourism. Yeah. So they're like, we got to fucking reopen this hotel. So then it reopens like two years later. Okay. It's running. It's not doing nearly as well as it used to be. And then what was sort of the beginning of the end for them is that Earl, who used to come stay at the hotel all the time, he had his own like suite across mm. most of the 11th floor. Again, of a 14 story. He's building. like Walt mm. Disney with his one little room. Yeah. No. It, no. no, it's he's a fucking Texas millionaire. He's got a whole fucking floor. suite of rooms. Fine. Um, but so he. This is where the cattle sleep on the 11th floor. This is my favorite fucking cow. This, this is They're the whales of the land. <laughs> <laughs> I like fucking them. I anyway. like to fuck giant mammals. They don't make the high-pitched woo sound, but they do make the brrrr sound. <laughs> Still good fucking. <laughs> Different but pleasing. <laughs> um. So then Earl is there visiting one day in uh, 1967, so about two years after the hotel had reopened, and he was staying in his room, and he died in his room. Oh. And then pretty quickly, about a year after that, the hotel shutters for good. It's closed. Um, so the hotel closes in, I think, six, 68. Ah. Mm. Um, closed Not forever. Nice. Um, they are currently looking to reopen and trying to raise money. I'm sure the they town are. has raised over $4 million to reopen the hotel. They only need $54 million more. Oh, they have, fucking I'm fucking sure they have a Kickstarter. Look it up. Look Go it up. Fund me. You know Go yeah, GoFundMe.com slash whalefucking. They're really trying to reopen this fucking hotel. But at the moment, it sits decrepit it's one of those like uh like urban exploration places where like 58 million dollars like all of the like carpets are still there but they're like old and decayed Uh, like it looks like the set of a horror movie yeah yeah. Yeah, is it spooky as shit it is spooky as shit and because of that they have opened it on the weekend to do ghost tours yay because this hotel is haunted as Um, So there are an insane amount of people online talking about their own personal ghost experiences. I found like 50 of them and they're all just one little one-off stories that aren't super connected. So I just kind of wanted to jumble those together because they didn't have enough time to get into all of them. Um, But lots of people who come say that they'll see people in the like, there's this big grand like entrance room that leads up to where I'm sure like the check-in was and it's off of where one of the ballrooms is. Um, And they'll say that the people will be walking through that and they'll just see someone else walking towards them and it's not a person it's a fucking ghost all the time men women children, children families whales, whales cows yeah. cows they just see people all cows. the time just walking around and they're these they're the ghosts that are like stuck in their life yeah. like they're not maybe aware that they're ghosts they're not yeah. trying to do anything they're not trying to harm anyone they're just fucking checking into Residual their hotel ghosts. room and sure it's great being wealthy while everyone is starving yum 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 i'm gonna go suck my disease Put my diseased dick in the special water. I'm gonna, and go then I'm gonna suck, suck my diseased dick. dick. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna suck all the disease right out of it. I just got an experimental surgery. I can now suck my own penis. <laughs> they took out my diseased ribs. Yeah, they got my diseased ribs. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> so people also say that when they're in the oh, ballroom, they'll up until this point I had to jack myself off into my own mouth. I had. To, I used to have to pay people to suck my diseased dick. Yes. Now it's a do-it-yourself operation. Incredibly cost-effective. Stop. <laughs> I'm making money hand over fist. Fisting, um, please. Yep. Hand over fisting. So people say that when they're in the ballroom, they'll hear like the clinking of silverware or like flatwood tableware. 
Basically, they just hear people ha- having dinner, going to a ball. Oh. Um, and there is a bank across the street that's still open and still functions. And the people who work at the bank say that the windows along all of the hotel open and close throughout the day. Oh, wow. Uh, they say we never see them opening or closing, but they'll just be like, oh, that third window over is open. And then like two hours later, they'll look back and it's closed. Close. And there's only people in there at night on the weekends to do these ghost tours. There's no one else oh, there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So mm. it's not like a person is doing it. And right. they're like, it happens all the time. Those windows are always opening and closing. Because those ghosts got to get that fresh air. It's That's called right. wind, you dopes. That opens and closes windows? windows? Yes. Like shutters up, the yes. wind blows the window up and then blows it back down. Absolutely, it's Santa wind. Yes, it throws up the shutters and throws Throw up, up the, the, sash. the sash. Yeah, okay. There's delivering presents. Santa. Come on, people, they're not all ghosts. <laughs> Let's be a little discerning here. Uh, so the general Santa, <laughs> Santa, yes, yeah, Santa. <laughs> I believe it's Santa Claus. Santa just sucking his own dick and listening to whales. Ho 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 ho! Gross. Um, So the general consensus is that the place is super haunted because it's all these ties to water and water is a conductor of electricity. And so like ghosts will sometimes use it as a conduit. There's a bunch of videos explaining this online. Google it. It, it seems Get the like science. Yeah, yeah it seems it's pretty sound. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely ghost water. Um, and also because the people came there and had a great time. There were all these rich people who were sick, and I'm sure it was a lot of like placebo effect. But they would start to feel better, right? Soaking their diseased dicks in this in mineral water. water or tits. Um, let's not let's yeah. be a yeah, little let, dits and ticks. Yeah, ticks. No. Um, <laughs> this is so really relieving the itchy feeling from my gonorrhea. Yeah. So they say that they've had a lot of psychics come through over the years, and like a lot of psychics have talked about how they've gone through, and they're trying to like free the spirits and let them go. And they're like, every spirit we've talked to has been like, I'm good. I wanted to be here. Oh, yeah. like, I died somewhere else, and I came back because it's like, it was like their Disneyland. They were like, yeah. this was fun for me. This is where I wanted to come spend the rest of my afterlife. Yeah. And so they do. Um, so, yeah, so leave them alone. One of the stories yeah. um, we're going to touch on real quick that lots of people have seen is there's one young boy in particular and they know who the boy is. He stayed there in 1933. He died in his room while he was there. He was suffering from what they assume now is leukemia. Ooh. Hey, spoiler alert, oh. mineral water doesn't no, cure leukemia. No, it doesn't. Um, but so he was there for treatment with his family and they say that they always know that it's him because he is in a wheelchair and walking next to his wheelchair is his faithful shaggy dog. Oh. Who came and was like helping him with his well treatment, I guess. And so they see this little boy in a wheelchair with a big shaggy dog next to him. And he's he's just there because he's happy and he wanted to be there. Oh. Um, so of all of these ghosts that are happy to be there, one of them, of course, is Earl. Um, of course. This hotel that he spent a bunch of his time in. He died in this yeah. hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just wants to fucking hang out there. So he hangs out in his private rooms across the 11th floor. Um, he died in that suite in the 11th mm. floor. So they say that uh, more often than not, they can tell that he's there because they'll smell cigar smoke. Uh-huh. Which was like a very common, he used to always smoke cigars there, so that's why. And they say that sometimes they lead ghost tours through, and if they go up into that room... They have to knock on the door Is and that tell. Is that a PT cruiser that was making all that fucking yes! noise? He knows. Jesus Christ. Well, I do have the lamest car in the county. I'm going to make sure everybody looks at it. Anyway. Die. So, 
So how do they know? Because he... Sorry, he, I'm so very They angry. have to knock on the door to be like, Earl, we're coming in because otherwise he gets mad and will be grumpy to the guests. Oh. But if they like tell him that they're coming, he's fine with it. Okay. But then sometimes he will take things out of, of a visitor's pockets or purses. So as they're, the tour is leaving for the night, they'll always be like, go through, make sure you have everything. And sometimes someone will be like, oh, my keys are gone or oh, my cell phone's gone. And I'm like, Ugh. we go back up to the 11th floor and it's in the room. Like he just takes Earl? things and puts them back in his room. <laughs> Pickpocketing <laughs> motherfucker. He's a stealer um it's my stuff now <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what he sounded like <laughs> there is one ghost which i thought bob would find this interesting in particular okay. there's this one ghost that they see no train ride a, hobo he's a bellhop oh so and they see him often in the elevator and he seems to like walk into the elevator and push a button as if he's going up on the elevator sure but what's weird about it is you only ever see his top half you never see his bottom half and it's because in the 1950s there was a bellhop who was in an elevator accident he and he, he got, got cut in half. Cut in yes! <laughs> and so the top half of him is just hanging out. The bottom half doesn't seem yeah. to like be in distress or be like, help me find my legs. He doesn't care. Just... <laughs> Just his legs out. are just walking around at the bottom of the of the elevator yeah. well there. Just, just, yeah, maybe just his legs, legs are elsewhere just having a grand old time. Somebody should go down the bus and see if those legs Let's are walking around. See if the legs around. are walking <laughs> Ghost um, legs. So, but the most popular ghost, the ghost that they see the most often, is the ghost of Earl's mistress. Oh. Who was captain of the football team. He was very popular. <laughs> so, uh, this woman was a kept woman, and she lived in a suite on the seventh floor. Mm. Um, they think her name is Virginia, and they only know that because she talks to psychics and ghost investigators, uh. and she tells them that her name is Virginia. Hey, it's me, Virginia. It's me, Virginia. Um, so, the story goes that she was having some psychological issues being a kept woman. I'm a crazy man. Yeah, she was not having a great time, I think, maybe. And so she was having... Get another boyfriend. So she was having a meeting up with Earl or whatever. I'm sure he just, like, fucked her all raw dog in her room. Yeah. And then he said, I'm going to go down to the pool. Yeah, bye. And she said, I'll meet you there. So he goes downstairs and goes out to the pool. The pool, by the way, is like... Oh, 200 yards in front of the hotel. Yeah. Okay. So she decided she was going to take the quicker way down. So she went up to the 14th floor and jumped. And jumped. Ah! And she jumped way. into the pool? She, it's so far. Okay. There's no way. She like, missed you, you couldn't she have tried. got a quarter of the way to that pool, man. She had an idea for this movie called The Matrix. Yeah. And then she just like, I can. She wow. thought she was Dwayne The Rock Johnson in that skyscraper movie. And Hell she was going to yeah. jump across. Yep. No. Didn't work out for her. Um... No. So uh, she is still there, um, obviously, because she's like not in the happiest of places. They say that they can tell she's when she's around Disneyland. because she used to wear a lot of ghost hunters call it, quote, old timey perfume. Oh, but God. all the women uh, ghost investigators are like, it's lavender. She smells like lavender. <laughs> all the boys are like, old I don't time, know. Smells old. old it smells like it. Smell like my grandma. Smells old timey. Um, our friends ghost adventures went there and they were like, I smell an old fashioned perfume. And I was like, lavender. Lavender. Like lavender. You fucking fashion. Yep. You twist. <laughs> so they say that they'll smell the lavender whenever she's around. Um, she's been haunting the hotel since the 1950s. So even while the hotel was still open, oh. they would have troubles in that room all the time. Like people who stayed in that room would have doors open and closed. They would see someone out of the corner of their eye in the room. Turn, but no one was um, there. They also said housekeeping would be asked to come back to the room and be like, my room was not made up because one of the glasses would have red lipstick across it. Ooh. Um, and they say that sometimes you'll 
smell the lavender on the stairs going up to the 14th floor and you'll hear the like click click of her heels as she she's about to jump but anyone who's actually seen her seen Just her like full body jumping off of the building no they see oh. her, they see her walking up the stairs or they see her in that room and they like they know who she is she apparently has like bright red hair and these fierce green eyes and she's buck naked wow. <laughs> and in heels that's right. So she's like, I'm going to impress like, you. Yeah, Earl, honey, live your truth. Yeah, Earl's. Yeah, she's just smelling like old lady perfume. You're allowed to have one and one costume only. Heels. And the only thing you will wear above the heels is lavender It'll perfume. Lavender. Because I'm Earl. And red lipstick. And I, yeah, you can do that too. Um, so she... Or I'm going to start fucking the, the whales <laughs> this, again and then you're going to be real disappointed. She doesn't seem to do anything mean to anyone who stays there. Um, but, but people say that sometimes if... When they take ghost tours into that room now and if they start to have a lot of activity from her and she starts to get really like talkative with them, she'll start poking or pinching some of the more attractive males in the ghost hunting group. Uh, <laughs> she's just like looking for some side. You hey, know? man. Um, sometimes she's got to get her own. Yeah. So Earl could be with his wife. Yeah. <laughs> So as I said, our good friends from Ghost Adventures oh. went there. Please tell um, me she pinched Baggins's butt. No, no. Because um, he this, seems to think he's very good looking. Oh this is season seven. He's so probably this super is, disappointed. This is still, oh, don't worry. He got some attention. Oh, good. <laughs> that boy needs to have all the attention on him all the time. All, yes. Agreed. Um, but so it's season seven. So it's the original core three. Okay. I'm still doing it. This is like uh, my hair is scared straight up to the sky. Back oh, in sure. Ooh, okay. And skinny Aaron already. So okay. this is the stage okay. of Ghost Adventures we're oh, okay. in. Setting the scene. Understood. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So uh, Baggins is gets... See, he, he has to wear a respirator the whole time because of his, quote, delicate respiratory system. Oh, boy. So everyone else is just walking Years around. Years of having purposefully <laughs> inhaled asbestos, asbestos yeah. have left my lungs very damaged. Delicate. So everyone else is normal, and he's just like fucking Bane walking around being like, has had to have had girls. Like, it's ridiculous. Um... <laughs> Uh, so while you merely adapted Zeke in the dark, I was born in it. <laughs> I like carpenter pants. <laughs> um, but so he has to leave because he wants to. Snowden. <laughs> he wants to take his uh, his respirator off, so he goes outside. So uh, Nick is there with what, the guy who like runs some of the Billy? hotels. Uh, no, no, no. He's there with one one of the hotel guys, and they're in Virginia's room, and it's bright daylight. They're not doing the lock in yet, and they're just having a conversation. And then all of a sudden, they both get quiet, and they're like, "Did you hear that?" And they're like, yeah, it was a click. Sounded like a door click. And then the bathroom door behind them just fucking opens. Oh. Nice. And it's like it's like bright sunny outside. And the guy who works at the hotel is just like, oh, yeah, it's her. And then they're like, oh, you smell it. You smell old-fashioned you perfume. You smell old lady smell. And then they immediately bring up the thing. And it's it's suddenly much colder in the room. Yeah. And they get the baggins back up. And he's trying to talk. <sighs> she don't want to fuck, talk to him. No, she don't want your I bullshit. don't want to talk to him. She don't want your bullshit. She's out with his crap. But they tried to get uh, EVPs and they got an EVP that they thought was pretty clear where she is saying, drink the water. So Zach's like, well, the ghost told me to drink the water. I got to drink the water. So then they oh, go to the God. place that still sells the mineral water oh. and they taste this mineral water, which have you ever had pure mineral water before? No. I mean, it's gross. I have never it's had it. super gross. And he's trying to very nicely talk about how gross this water is. 
And then he starts to act drunk. He gets all like weird and giggly and can't stand still. And then he makes Aaron drink it. And Aaron goes, I feel it in my arm. Oh my God. <laughs> They're morons. I don't know why. I fucking love those but guys. So they decide they had to drink the water because water conducts electricity. So they're drinking this specific mineral water to, quote, calibrate themselves to the ghost. Jesus! Sure. For Christ. their lock in. They're um, idiots. So they are like legit yes. special ed. So the lock in touched. Is- fairly standard like uh, something happens on the 14th floor there's a shadow which they show a thousand times and i could not fucking see, see. A shadow that makes zach grumpies and then nick is mad that zach is grumpies and then they make aaron go into the basement by himself and he finds a little girl ghost and there's lots of good scared aaron face good um but nothing <laughs> else really that great happens um some energies are stolen Okay. I don't know if it's because they were calibrated by the mineral water. That's probably um, what it was. But the most interesting part of this whole episode is at one point when they're downstairs, like outside of the hotel, they find a stray dog Aww. and they start to like give it water and pet it and it's super friendly. So then they like take it to a vet and they're like, it doesn't have a chip. She's like six months old. She doesn't have any of her shots or anything. Like, and then they call the ASPCA to like get her to go, like be adopted and have a home. And then Billy, who's not even really in the show anymore, they're like, our sound engineer, Billy, because he's not a character yeah, yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. Decides to keep her Aww. and takes her home. Way to go, Billy. So he saved a puppy. Aww. Uh, which was my favorite part of the whole episode. <laughs> These uh, are then, our dog adventures. Other than trying to calibrate themselves to ghosts. Yeah. I with, feel it in my with arms. Water. With water that made them drunk and they feel it in their arms. Christ. Um, Incredible. Yes, it's pretty... There's a lot. There's a lot of really dumb bagginses in a respirator. That's great. So it just really ups the ridiculousness of it all. That's great. I love um, it. But so that's the Baker Hotel. It is still there. Hey, it's it great. It is still open for ghost tours because oh, cool. they, as I said, they need to raise fifty-four more million dollars to reopen it as a hotel. So you can go and have ghost experiences. Apparently, they happen fairly often. Great. Yay! Um, so if you're a near Mineral Wales, Texas, go check it out. Um, so that is my ghost story, which brings me to my beer. So my beer is a Lady Roja, mm-hmm. which is a red lady. That and is. It is a picture of a lady in a red dress, but I was thinking more red-headed. Red-headed. Naked sure. lady in heels. Yeah, I got you. She that's, is certainly more clothed than I what I was expecting. And she's on water. So yeah, I was like, I got you. water is a tie I think she's standing in the LA River. I think she definitely is. Because she has this is, tetanus now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And herpes. Yeah, she's oh, super herpes. She's got turpies. Mega gonorrhea. Um, but it is a tart saison. I love it. It is tart. It is a tart botanical saison. I love it. With hibiscus, it's my favorite beer tamarind, ever. and haste halt. It's I my think favorite. it's delicious. It's it my favorite. It comes on really sour. Love it. But it finishes very sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's also a gorgeous dark it's pink so color. It's so pink. It's really, it's, it's very pretty. It. My favorite beer, Dear Dry River Bed Brewing Company in Los Angeles. Yeah, Dry River Brewing from Send LA. Send me your beer. Yeah, it's amazing. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's super good. Like, I'm not even I a huge sour fan. And it, but fucking it, love it. It is. It, it's sour. It goes sweet. I fucking love it. Um, you can taste the hibiscus, which yeah. is a strange thing to say yeah. in here. But, yeah, but then you can taste the sea saltiness of it, but not in that goes away that n- no. does not appeal to me. No, right? it's really... It's 5.5%, but it's, it's a bit of a sipper because it's so tart. Yeah. yeah. But it's quite enjoyable. As someone I who did. doesn't love a sour or a tart. I like I it. I don't mind someone this. who loves all of it. Oh, this is my jam. I will drink this There was one forever. more. It was a four pack. So there's cool. one more. Yep, that's for you. I, I did buy forever. the full four pack thinking you would like it. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. Um, anyway, so that's my story and that's my beer. I like it. I loved it all. 
Well, stick around for a minute, and then we'll come back and tell you some another ghost story or something. Hey, everybody. It's your favorite special podcast boy, Engineer Bob. I got an awesome head. It's so cool. Hey, guess what? We got amazing social media websites that you can go and talk to us on. We got a, we got, we got a Twitter. You know what it is? Booze and Bruce. And we got a Facebook. You know what that is? Also Booze and Bruce. Hey, wh- what about our Instagram? That's Booze and Bruce Podcast. And if you think those are great, wait till you see our Patreon. You're going to crap your pants when you see this. Audio podcasts that are bonus. Video podcasts, also bonus. And we, I also do drawings during the show you get to see. It's patreon.com slash booze and brews. Hey, you know what else is great? When you give us a review on the internet. We really need them help to move up the iTunes charts, get in front of new listeners. Thank you all the new listeners that have been showing up. We need your help to be the best podcast we can be. And it's all up to you. You're letting us down. Quit screwing it up. Ah! Hey, by the way, I'd like to thank, while we're on the subject, uh, both Cody Jordan and the girl with the coffee tattoo for going out on the internet and telling everybody how great this show is. Thanks so much. Now, here is a message from another podcast that probably you want to listen to, or maybe not. I don't know. It's up to you. It was a dark and stormy night. Wait. Why does it have to be dark and stormy? Yeah, why can't it be daytime and clear skies? Oh, for f**k's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> Join us bi-weekly on Coast to Ghost as we take a trip cross-country digging up the ghost of your state. Drinks are included and pants are optional. You can listen to Coast to Ghost on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to get spooked? Hi, Podcast Mom here. I really do hope you are enjoying the wonderful podcast that we are on called Pop Pop. What's it called? The Booze and Brews Podcast. Did you know that you can actually get paid just for listening to this podcast? That's question amazing. mark, question mark, question mark. You can get paid? That's impossible. Oh Nobody ever gets Look, paid for anything. Guys, that sounds insane. Not this is the, you know In this gig economy? I know it sounds insane. Oh my God, I just said that. But it's, this sounds but like you know something what? a crazy person would it's say. It's true. It isn't. Uh, we just discovered, and by just discovered, I mean we've known about it for a minute, but we are totally on board with this free new app called Podcoin, and it literally pays you literally, 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 and Perkins pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works: <laughs> Numero uno, you listen to the podcasts, and you earn Podcoin. While whilst you whilst. listen, whilst you listen, then you turn that Podcoin in for gift cards at wherever you want. You can use it on now. Now, where, where does po- where does Podcoin fall in the blockchain? Is this like Bitcoin? What am I getting into? No, shut up. Just, it's podcast and money. Okay, great. That's all it is. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Do you well, like, don't make it overly complicated. It's money God. for listening to podcasts. That's right. I, I you can that. do whatever you want with it. You can donate it. You can buy coffee. You can buy weird scrubby porn gloves on Amazon. Whatever you want. Whatever you it's want. Up buy to you. scrubby porn gloves. But you know what? The more you listen, porn gloves. the more you earn. <laughs> so, so, so here's what you do if you really want to get those scrubby porn gloves. Right. You download mm-hmm. the app right now, right, right now. now, immediately. Uh, it's available on iPhone or Android, and then you just use our special code, our special code, Booze Bruce, Booze Bruce, all one word, Booze Bruce. I'm Easy. doing the Irish accent hands right now. Hell yeah! Uh, and you'll get 300 pod coin just for signing up. 300 pod coin. What is it worth? I don't know. 300. 300. You're well on your way to those porno scrub gloves. Yes. And if you listen to enough of us on there, you can get free cappuccino. What? You can get an Amazon gift card for aforementioned porn gloves so go ahead and listen to this podcast or virtually any other podcast on podcoin and sign up using our code booze bruce that's all you gotta do i swear it'll change the way you listen to podcasts it'll change your freaking life yeah shit download it fuck yeah Clap that burp before the shot, like right after the shot. It was aggressive. I was like oh shit bob might like jump across the table and kill you (laughs) hello friends welcome back hi so 
I'm here to tell you part two of our Texican ghost episode. Texican ghost. And are you ready? Buenos dias. I'm going to tell you about the Alamo. Ah, uh, the Alamo. I remember it. The place we're supposed to remember. That's right. How much um, of the Alamo do you remember? Hey, if you're even, a Texas listener, do you remember it? But but what do we even know about the Alamo? Do we know? I know there's story, no basement. What actually? What it actually is? Davy Crockett. Did we know that it's haunted? Yes. Well, I'm about to tell there's you. There's gold there, right? We, it was like a treasury place. There's no gold in the Alamo. Head, head shake, no. Davy Crockett died there. Yes, that's a head shake. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there's no basement at the Alamo. These are things I know about the Alamo. So the Alamo. It's in Texas. Wasn't mm-hmm. always the famed military outpost and personal urinal of one Ozzy Osbourne. No. <laughs> the Alamo. You look at me like you've never heard that story. Ozzy peed Ozzy on the Alamo. Got, uh, I mean, I was able to. I was able to to Co- from context to clues. It from context, but but no, I never. Heard Back that story. in the eighties, when Ozzy was on all of the drugs and on all the booze, he did a show in San Antonio and went to the Alamo wasted took a piss on the alamo and was told you can never come back that but he went sense. back so in his new show like he he did go back he went back and took a, he went back to the alamo a deuce on it and he shit on it yeah, yeah. uh no Just so all over fucking davy crockett's dead body blah. uh no so the alamo had much more uh christy missionary style roots oh, about fun. it yes uh so in 1724 the present location of the alamo was selected as the home of the San Antonio de Valero Mission. Yes. Okay. Uh, it, the Bolero Thai Mission. Hell yeah. It, it continued as such until the late 1700s, and by then, Indian populations had dwindled thanks to fun European diseases that wiped them all out. Oh. Uh, they were the it, top it, 10 diseases that killed Indians. Smallpox. Smallpox. Good. Alcoholism. Yep, yep. Bullets. A, cool. Those are for, that's four? Yeah. Good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly smallpox. More okay. bullets. More bullets. More smallpox. Herpes blankets. Herpes smallpox um, blankets. And locals wanted that sweet, sweet land. So in 1793, control of the mission passed to local authorities and the Spanish military, because let's not forget, at the late 1700s, Texas was Spain. All right. Do we have that in our head? Got it. Yes. Texas was Spain Got in it. the 1700s. Got it. Um, and converted the building into an outpost and a military I thought you were garrison. Say converted to an outhouse. Converted it into a paella store. <laughs> mm, that delicious paella. Mm, mm, crispy no. on the bottom. Oh, it's so good. Paella is delicious. Paella so, is delicious. Hey, first... send in your top five paella recipes. We're listening to you. Here, Booze and Brews podcast, podcast, podcast at gmail.com. Mail us some paella. No. no, don't do that. No, no, do not do that. So the first soldiers to arrive at the newly minted fighting building uh, were a troop of pres- uh, presidial soldiers known as the Alamo Company, hence the name, um, because of its hometown of Alamo de Parras, south of the Rio Grande River. Mm. And Rio Grande, we all know, literally translates to big, big river. river. Yeah. <laughs> big Been water. down to the big river. That's a big river. What it are we going to call it? Big, big river. river in Spanish. Because that was the first language of Texas. So their original duties included protecting San Antonio and the surrounding areas from um, Indian raids, uh, as well as intercepting, capturing, or turning away those filthy Americans who were trying to move in. So in the late 1700s, early 1800s, it would seem that Mexico slash Spain and the United States had a bit of the opposite problem. We were trying to keep uh, the Americans out. Or they Mexican. were trying yeah. to build a wall. They yeah. were trying to build the best we're gonna, wall. We were going to pay for it. America's yeah. going to pay for it. We will construct our un Alamo. It's going to be muy grande. Mas, mas besto. Yeah. Mas besto. Yes. Most bestest. Most. M- more bestest. 
The moss bat. Que tremendo. Yeah. Yeah. Si. Si. Um, so in 1821. No Mex- es mal. Es bueno. Es muy bueno. That wall? Muy bueno. M- mas bueno. <laughs> Los Estados Unidos. Uh, es mal. Va- vas a pay for it. Ba- pagar. Yeah. Va yeah. pagar. Yeah. Many Nailed pesos. It. Mucho. Mucho. Miles, miles de pesos. <laughs> Thousands <laughs> of pesos. Huge. Fucking gringo Spanish came out there real bad. That was good. No, so <laughs> tremendo. Huge. Jesus. All of if we have Mexican listeners, I'm so sorry. Or listeners of Mexican hola, descent. Because hola means hello. Lo siento. Yeah, or any uh, indigenous peoples. Yeah. Apologize yeah. for all of the story. Siento I'll sing De Calores. I so like that in song. 1821. <laughs> sing Despacito. <laughs> <laughs> Which means slowly. Despacito? Means, yeah. Yeah, slowly. Yeah, so, I got it. That. so in 1821, <laughs> Mexico declared its independence from Spain. They said, no mas. I declare! I declare! I'm going to declare this independence from Do you see the, remember the episode of The Office where Michael declares bankruptcy? Oh, yeah. And he just walks into the center of the office. I, I declare, declare bankruptcy! bankruptcy. Like yes. they just stared at the middle of the fort. <laughs> I declare independence! That's exactly what they did. I um, declared it. I, I, so therefore it must be. So the soldiers at the Alamo switched allegiances immediately to the new nation. So they right. went from Flip being... Flip-floppers. They did. They flip-flopped. They were uh, Spanish, but now all of a sudden they're like, no, I support this new Mexican like yeah. government. Um, and the New Mexican government actually started. Every time you say that, I think of New Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> not <laughs> not the state. not new, the, uh, not new, Mexico, the new version, the new country. Yeah, but New Mexico. Um, so they started actually granting land contracts to Americans in an effort to boost Texas's population. So at this point, the way that the Mexican government split up the country in when it first declared independence from Spain was that they had 18 states and it was all dependent on population and size. Texas was very large, but Texas had like nobody fucking living there. Same so disease. same now, same now. Yeah. So what they wanted to do, well, so Texas, the state or the area was actually looped into another state. So it was like Puebla and Texas or something like that. It, it is wrong. I a hundred percent know I'm sorry. Whatever. It was another town. It was another. It was part of yeah, another. It was state. Despacito in Texas. It was Blanky Texas. <laughs> so the um. So what the locals in Texas they were kind of like you know taxation without representation kind of shit. They're like, no, we want to be our own state. We want to have our own kind of state representatives and mm-hmm. things like that in the new in the Mexican government, not the new Mexican mm-hmm. government. Um. So they started granting land agents the ability to basically contract and find Americans who are going to be like, all right, you can come. You can. Basically, move into Mexico. You can now be a Mexican, but you got to be a good person. So they start granting okay. these land contracts to Americans who wanted to come and to and non-jerks, populate. to non-jerks, got to you. non-jerk oh. Americans. And what what years is this? I'm sorry, eighteen like twenty four. Okay, hmm. I was trying to put this in perspective for when Aaron Burr was trying to become the king of Mexico. Gotcha. That's what I was trying. <laughs> there to do. you go. So same Z. So same Z's. Okay. So um, emperor of Mexico or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah. he was trying to be. Listen to our Patreon. I'm gonna tell you about the emperor of Mexico. <laughs> So, but the sheer number of Americans who actually wanted to move to Texas overwhelmed the Mexican government. In five years, the immigrant population grew from 500 to over 30,000. Should have built a wall, man. Yeah. Right? Oh my God. So, fuck. So by 1830, Mexico said no more. No more. They were going to build a no wall. No mas. No mas. Mm-hmm. America was going to pay for the wall. Um, and so in 1833... Uh, Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana became president of Mexico and uh, 
later became absolute ruler of there Mexico. There we go. So there we have it. Absolute ruler. Yeah, I feel so, like that's being repurposed by the Koreans right now. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so he originally was a centralist. The or sorry, he was originally a federalist. Switched allegiances to being a centralist. I'm not going to get into the differences between okay, the he two. He flippy floppied. He flippy yeah. floppied, and that's when he became supreme ruler. Okay. Um. So Texas was federalist. And when uh, Santa Ana sent men to retrieve a cannon from the Alamo in 1835, the colonists who lived there said, take it. I dare you. Like, they did not want to give it up. this cannon? Come, come get, get it. this cannon. So come get it. I thought they were only allowed to live there if you were non-jerks. Well, no, now they... Uh, there's well, too many of them. Uh, there's, now there's too many. So they can't came, keep all the jerks out. So yep. they came in, but... Most the, Americans, jerks. Jerks. Yeah, turns well, here's out. the other thing. Like, they had differing political ideologies as well so sure. it was kind he of like floppied. he flippy floppied so he would so the federalists and now new like actual texans so they i'm gonna burp yeah nope i'm not you didn't do it i didn't do it so they said nope if you want this cannon fuck you come get it so santa Ana's men were like all right we're gonna come get it and uh federalists in texas were like no don't take it pew pew and thus started the texas revolution oh uh so over a cannon Yep, that they, they didn't. That didn't belong to them, but they wanted to keep. Well, they wanted to I keep it. Well, like because too, it was get a, divorced over who drank the last of the milk. It was know? also like, act- that's not what the fight was about. It was also about protection because at this point there were a lot of like Native American or Native Indigenous, indigenous peoples. peoples. I was like, nope, they're not American. They're not Tex. They're not Mexican. They're, they're indigenous. indigenous. They would try to take their land back. That the people had taken from them. So yeah. there was a lot of fighting between the two of them over the land. So they felt that the Alamo, which was a military protection outpost, was going to protect them and the cannon would take away that safety. Right. Okay, I get that. There's your background. So um, the Texas Revolution began. So Santa Ana's troops arrived in San Antonio in February of 1836. The Texas rebels, about 200 of them, including Davy, Davy King of the Wild Frontier, Uh, hunkered down in the Alamo and awaited reinforcements that never came. Uh, The final attack came on March 6th and every single rebel defending the Alamo was killed. Oh, no. Bye. Bye Including Davy Crockett at the Alamo. Yes, he did. Uh, So Santa Ana continued. Shooting a bunch of guns at the Alamo. Shot all the Mexicans till he couldn't shoot no more. Because then, then, then he a bug died. in my face and I tried to kill it. We got a lot of bugs in this apartment. I don't know why. And then I got pissed on by Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. <laughs> so Santa Ana continued marching toward other settlements in Texas, but backed himself into a corner, which left Sam Houston of Houston, Texas fame, the opportunity to attack. Oh. So in 18 minutes, the smaller Texas army defeated the Mexicans, captured Santa Ana, and won its independence, even though Mexico really didn't give up its claim to the territory for a long time. So Texas became the country of Texas. Hmm. Fun American fact, Texas was a country before it was a state. Oh. Uh, so Texas was its own thing. For Everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. yeah. So Texas was its own country for 10 years before the allure of America and its precious, precious money oh. came a calling and Texas became America. And Texas became part of the United States in 1846. And there's your history lesson. 
There you go. Yay. I did not know Texas used to be its own country. That is interesting. That's right. And I think that is also why Texas has got such a weird energy about it because they're like, well, we used to be for 10 years. Calm the fuck down, Texas. No, but we used to be our own country. You named the river, river. Calm down. You <laughs> big river. Let's not forget. Um, but yes, so I could go on longer about the whole history of Texas. There was... the. Texas and it's that is an interesting story that is one I am not going to get into I'm not even going to get into it in a Patreon but hey America you should know the history Google of it you have Googles look at Google ask a Texan there you go Texas actually is an interesting place it is a very like, there's a lot of there's a lot of story. neat history there yeah so but it was basically Texas didn't have any money and America was like we've got some you we got some money. but you got we get your oil that's we uh, your slaves at that point Oh, yeah, they had slaves. Yeah. The, in fact, there is a story, fun little anecdote, that actually all but one man was killed at the Alamo. It was a slave that Santa Ana was like, you had no choice to fight us, so we're going to let you go. Well, that was nice. Well, that was nice of him. Yes. Very so, progressive. There you have it. And then he was San Antonio's slave. <laughs> and then he... he <laughs> <laughs> um, so, time for the ghosts. So Yay. I'm excited about ghosts. So the first sightings of ghosts actually occurred not long after the Battle of the Alamo. Um, days after the battle, Santa Ana sent his field commander, a man named General Andrade, to burn the church to the ground. Because remember, they were like, no. Because they said, fuck you and fuck your Jesus. Well, they didn't want it to be a, rem- a rallying cry because it did actually become, everybody was like, remember the Alamo, remember the Alamo. And yeah. that's how they like beat Santa Ana's men it in became their own personal Jesus. minutes. Became, just like the Marilyn Manson song. It wasn't original. It wasn't original. <laughs> uh, personal, uh, that one band. Depeche Mode? Depeche Mode. Yeah. Thank you. I had the D in my head and I was like, nope, I don't, I can't think of it. Anyway, so Santa Ana you said. You had the D in your head. This yeah, that's right. So, and like any <laughs> good general. <laughs> so like any good general. that D. And um, Andrade sent other people to do the job for him. Lazy. Lazy. But these men came. He's a good manager. He's delegated. Well, these men came back without having burned down the Alamo. See? Why? Uh, <laughs> sent a boy to do a man's job. He goes, por qué? He demanded. That was good. And well, according and to. Said, por qué más sleepies? Napo. Mm-hmm. Napo. There you go. Napo Valley. Jesus. <laughs> Well, this Santa Ana, now Napa Valley. I also just keep imagining the city of Santa Ana fighting the city of Houston, which was very <laughs> funny to me. I think Santa Ana is just like a wind coming through. Yeah. Santa yeah. Ana is a, is a town in Southern California. Yes. Not the best town. No. Uh, not the biggest town. Funny to think of it trying to fight Houston. Houston with all funny of its Funny in guns. my head. Uh, but then, but in Houston would get all the hurricanes. So it would be like the sand, the winds plus the hurricanes. It would yeah. just be a big tornado. Yeah. yeah. Tornado um, country. So the general demanded, Por qué? Why did you not burn down the uh, Alamo? Por qué no inflamas el Alamo? Sure. So according... Oh, pretty close. According to the men, <laughs> six Diablos. Oh. Six Diablos! Seis Diablos, each with a flaming sword, appeared at the Alamo circled the soldiers and blocked the entrance to the mission oh man so wisely it's Beric Dondarrion man he's fucking defending the Alamo yes that's where he went so just so wisely those men noped out they went you know what nope. flaming, flaming sword devils, devils. Flaming sword devils. thank you no thank you so Andrade was like sure flaming Diablos mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I the I, dog ate your homework yeah sure mm-hmm. uh-huh so he was like I'm going to do it. So he went with another group and he went himself as well. He's like, ah, clearly I'm gonna do it. A man needs to be sent needs for the man. Yes. So when they arrived, 
Um, they 70 flaming Diablos. Snow cones. The, the troops were told to go to the barracks. They brought so, hot dogs to cook yeah. on the flaming Diablos. Ooh, bacon wrapped hot dogs. With and they like, giggled as they made delicious s'mores on the flaming swords. And, <laughs> and the then devils. they shared, they, they broke bread and now they're friends. Yeah. Uh, no. And so, that's how Texas became a state. <laughs> s'mores? And yeah, that's s'mores. Why s'mores is the, is the national d- food of Texas. Yep. I feel like spam. You ever had a smoked s'mores? It's definitely some sort of barbecue. Yeah. Get a barbecue. <laughs> Pretty sure brisket. I made me some brisket s'mores. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Oof. It's like Mexico mole. Yeah. Like mole. A, I was, God damn it. Got to mole a second before I did. You know what? I bet we can make that a thing. Marshmallow mole. Smole. Smole. Anyway, the troops were told to go to the barracks. However, this time, instead of sword wielding wielding ghosts at the gates, a tall male spirit rose up, floated onto the roof. Oh my God, Slender Man! And in each hand was a giant fireball. Cool. He held these out at the soldiers. The soldiers dropped to their knees scared for their lives Andrade saw this as well and like the group before all of them went Mm-mm. nope this, right. you know what this is gonna stay here nope nope I'm sorry nope. Santa Ana we're good I'm not touching this so there I don't that. blame him it sounds terrible oh, I got something in my eye uh, he so just comes that. over and like pretends like he was just stopping to like ask directions. And I said, "We're not trying to bother you. I'm no, just yeah, trying I'm, to get to Fort Worth. Like, just, just I think it. I might hung a left. I should have made it right. <laughs> I think I should have turned around. We'll just go. It's just okay. Go. Is this you the keep, Rio Grande? Is this the Big River? You keep your fires fine. We're, we could cool. trespass and search. Sorry. Um. So in 1846, after the U.S. annexed Texas, the Alamo was converted to a U.S. Army complex as one would um it remained intact but in 1871 the government decided they didn't need the old church just the barracks and the newer part of the church so we there don't was need like, your jesus well there was a still a part of the church but it was the newer part we were like hey, we don't need, we don't need old your part. old jesus we, we don't need, need your old, old testament jesus. we got new testament that's right Some better jesus friendlier I want, jesus i want friendlier jesus <laughs> yeah. exactly um however tearing down the old church never happened um as lazy soon, no lazy turned out jesus was not that well friendly. here's what happened as more flaming diablos yeah as soon as the newspaper announced the plans, hey, that the U.S. government is going to tear down the old part of the church, people began to report sightings of ghosts wandering the grounds. Can't tear down, got ghosts! The people who saw the ghosts claimed that they were marching up and down uh, the path in front with apparitions disappearing into the walls and others standing guard all night like they're protecting the old part of the church. Hell yeah. So the U.S. government went, all right, we're going to stay. You know what? You know what? Not worth it. It's not worth it. Uh, these people, these these dead people, are clearly still defending the Alamo mm-hmm. to this day. We're gonna re- release a billion ghosts into this I countryside. We, I, yeah, just I don't need that kind of fucking curse on my conscience, man. Yeah. We gonna we gonna leave. I it don't be. need the ghost of Davy Jones trying to fuck Davy up jo- Davy Jones. Davy Jones, Davy yeah. Crockett trying to fuck up my shit. Yeah. So they they let it stay. Um, and time had passed. And then after the U.S. decided we don't even need it as a military outpost anymore, there was a police station that moved in. So it was converted into a local police oh. station and jail. So they had, you know, a separate jail, police station. And while it was... Um, oh, man, I, I, wanna, I want the buddy ghosts, cop show that comes out of there, like Alamo 5 <laughs> or whatever. Reports of ghosts still came so it was like even though it was a police station people oh god don't steal my movie idea ghost patrol no yeah, yeah. ghost it, patrol fucking fucking alamo 50 hunting ghosts 
Yeah. Texas cops hunt and ghosts. This is the shit. I'm writing this down. You're telling don't steal it as you announce it to the entire hey, world. Hey, don't steal my shit, you idiots. <laughs> um, so it was such an active site that the station had to move because guards were too scared to patrol at night because they were afraid of the other patrolmen oh, scared. who uh, would show up. Um, the inmates would also be woken up in the middle of the night by sounds of moaning perhaps from the people who were killed there. So it was not Fucking. a pleasant yeah. experience for either the inmates who would hear the moans and the groans of the people dying at the Alamo or for the patrolmen who are like, there's dead people outside yeah. uh, patrolling. This is this is terrible. Who wished that they were um, getting blowjobs. And if you're wondering about Davy Crockett. I was. Yes. He is ghost. Good. That the Alamo. Coonskin cap? Yes. So park rangers have reported seeing a man standing guard in a coonskin cap and buckskin clothing. Oh. So Davy Crockett. Well, what's it doing? Just standing like a guard? He's, he's killing a bar. When he was on the train. Davy Crockett. Uh, so yes, that is the story of the Alamo. How old was uh, Davy Crockett when he died there? Do you happen to know? He was death age. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know if he was like old man Davy Crockett or if, uh, the, if he you was know, like old, old meaning man. like 40. Right. You know? old I don't times. know how old old is at that point. Hey, hey, Engineer Bob. He's yeah. Googling. Googling. He's Googling. Let me tell you what I've learned about David David W. Crockett. That's not true. I think his uh, name is Davy. Because it's spelled weird. Born Dave, David Davey Crockett. Wife. Thank you very much. Davy. Uh, died. March 6th, 1836 at the... Battle of, uh, at the Alamo. At the uh, Alamo Mission, San Antonio, Which Texas. Which supposed to remember. At the ripe old age, 49 years old. Oh, 49. 49. So he was older. 49. I mean, in 1836 or 39 or whenever the fuck he died. That's that was old, old for a, like, frontiersman. Yeah. yeah. Wrestling bars and whatnot. Yeah. So. Yeah. So He's getting dysentery every two, three days. Yeah, man. Just Kept fu- you young. Well, one of the generals... Cleaned the guy, out the pipes. Well, one of the guys who's supposed to be, like, manning the fort essentially he got typhus like as soon as the Mexicans started coming so yeah. he's from like, Davy Crockett no no oh. but he, he was just like lying Amazon. he was lying in bed <laughs> Amazon Prime yep he was lying but in it was bed. actually from the Amazon in the yeah. in old times <laughs> from the Amazon mm-hmm. he was a frog yeah <laughs> a tree frog Ribbit. they licked him and gave him typhus yum, 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 yum. and then Puh. it hopped home and that's it he returns <laughs> so anyway that is the story of the Alamo <laughs> Jesus Christ which brings me to my beer <laughs> I'm sorry. Friend, I'm taking yours. Careful, it's a very dirty can. It's, yeah, sorry. So my beer, I chose Taco Truck because Texican. Yay. Uh, It is an amber lager from Dust Bowl Brewing Company in Dirt Town, California. Turlock, Turlock, California. In in Dirt City, California. It it tastes like it. Yeah, it's not Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They tried to make a lager taste like an amber, but all they did was take the maltiness of it, and and it hits too hard against a lager. Yes, it does. The more I drink it, the more I like it, but it... When Agreed. I first started drinking it, it was the, the aftertaste was awful. Is strong and bitter. And it was it was genuinely unpleasant when I first started drinking it. There like, should I, not be a Mexican style. I feel no lager. desire to have this beer again. No, yeah. I also do not understand because it says on well, it. I'm really excited because I have three, four left. It says left. easy yeah. drinking Mexican style amber lager. No, this does not taste. I was expecting Anything like it to a taste like a Corona. It tastes or like, like a, a Negro Modelo or something like with a weird bitter. Aftertaste. aftertaste like malty heavy aftertaste yep. it's kind of it's it's not very good it, it, it's not the it best. has since gotten better yes. as i've had some yeah. but like i it's not i'm not a, it's go oh it's better 
But it's like, well, if I lick a turd and the turd is gross, it's still a turd. But it's, it's a just a better, better tasting yeah. turd. But I'm getting used to the turd. Yeah, like it's only 4.7%. Yeah. So like this would have been a great porch pounder. Great. Have with some fucking tacos. That sounds great. Yeah, yes. had it actually been good. But yeah. it's, it's, it's not, not that good. No. Yeah, it's not that good, which is disappointing. Yeah. Um, when I feel like when craft beer tries to do beer flavored beer, it's either really great or it's really good. I think this is the first one I've had that I was it's just like, like this is not good. Yeah, yeah, I would I would not drink it again. Yeah. So, if so anybody good wants job. The, yeah. Hey, if you're a Dust Bowl Brewing, Dust Bowl. prove me wrong. Also, if you're you. like, send us your better beer. Like yeah. this, uh, you know. Send us one that isn't garbage yeah, if you have one. It's just not our mm. favorite. Also, if, if you're a listener who wants the four cans I have left of my six pack, uh, booze and brews podcast at gmail.com. We'll I'll send you gross you. beer that you won't like. Yeah. Enjoy. Well, hey, this is the part of the show where your old pal, Engineer Bob, gets to pick a winner. Let me tell you some stuff I like. Transient hobos. Uh, I also love Davy Crockett. And uh, I also love Texas Texas police hunting ghosts. Uh, I love mineral whales, nudist, nudist butt ladies, nudist lady butt pinchers. I love nudist butt ladies. I love, yep. You know what I like it's more than new, anything? Heavy metal album covers with flaming devil swords. <laughs> Melissa wins. Even though, this, even though this beer is gross. It's pretty metal. <laughs> yeah. I lost with the beer. I won with the flaming metal ghost. Yeah. Well, yay. 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 So thank you so much for listening. Happy Cinco de Mayo. brother. Feliz Cinco de Mayo, and I know I'm a day late, but uh, I do want to wish my brother, listener Danny, a very happy 30th birthday. Feliz cumpleaños! Feliz cumpleaños! Uh, his 30th birthday was yesterday. He's an old man now, and he can just join me in the ranks of oldness. Wah, wah, wah. All downhill from here! Sorry, That's right. Bro. See, Danny, I can't wait till you wake up in the middle of... In, well, night slash morning for you because you sleep during the day. Um, having to pee. Having to pee. I, I hope you yeah. enjoy looking well, forward to that. Well, Danny, you can take solace in the fact that we will be back next week and yes. we will be here with more ghost stories and, and more beer. More beer That's and right. hopefully better beer. Yep. So until then, cheers. cheers.